This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, babes. Welcome to Babes. Listen, one week till Christmas. What's up? Is it actually, what, like, how many days? Uh, nine is uh, nine days. So it's next week. I think next you texted me there and I was like, what? Next Sunday is Christmas. Wowee. And then yeah. next Friday is my last day at work. It's come around so fast, hasn't it? <laughs> Stop playing with my iPad. Sorry. It's really distracting me. <laughs> you know, I'm I can't do... the distraction. I can't do two things at once. How yeah, do you? That's why it's funny. Um, how are you, Jess? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm good. Or do you want the honest answer? I want the honest one. Oh, the you star. know what? Like, this is this is karma, right? So our last podcast, we talked about how I'm injured. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, no. So I gave myself Monday night to, to kind of feel sad. And then I was like, moving on, let's focus on uh, what I need to do to recover and stuff. But... Um, I am not feeling so good being injured right now because it's been almost two weeks of, like, no exercise. And also, like, I also got a, got a head cold last week. So, like, ill and injured. And then my car um, broke down. So I oh, just dang. feel a little bit like... Three things. Three things. My husband has framed it as this is the universe telling you to like slow down and just take a break. Wise. Uh, so, you know, because he's kind of like, well, you're injured and you're ill and now, you know, no transport. So I think maybe you need to kind <laughs> of just chill out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm not enjoying it. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Well, I think the combination of being injured and sick mm. is... That sucks. Mm. You know, one is fine. The two, not fine. It's like mm. when, you know, like when I had the two, what were my two? My skin and my stalker. Skin and stalker. Yeah. I mean, they're quite need... extreme. Yeah, but still, same, relative. You yeah. know, everything's relative. We don't we don't need combination, universe. One thing at a time would yeah. be nice to deal with, I think. It doesn't tend to happen. Or we can look at it this way. Go on. A shit time for now. Mm. Put them all together mm-hmm. and then... And then, all both of them gone. So, like, get it over and done with. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going with. Yeah, maybe. Would you believe we have a podcast and I can't speak? (laughs) No, I totally understood what you were saying. Totally understood. So, um, yeah, so I probably have shifted from, it's all good, I'm just going to take it in my stride, to definitely having moments of, because it's been almost a couple of weeks now of... um, you know, uh, being ill as well, I can't just go into the gym and train my upper body. So it's yeah, been yeah. it's been nothing for um, a couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, I miss it a lot. I miss it's it's massively a well being 
um, strategy for me. It's massively how I cope with stress and exercises. I, yeah. Absolutely, it makes me it makes me feel a lot better. And so to not have that, then I've had to put attention on how I feel good not using exercise, which has yeah. been an insight as well, because I yeah. think I was leaning a little bit too much into that being the fix-all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we need other things to f- to help fix, not just the exercise. Yeah. 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 How can I feel good from other resources than other than just um, training and teaching and, you know, all this. So. You're already learning from this experience. <laughs> Did I need to, though? Did well, I? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you could have gone without it, but it is what it is. What can you, yeah, what can you do, you know? Yeah. What can you do? And once you've got answers about your hip, things will be on the rise. You can put plans together, and you won't be sick anymore, and things are going to be on the up. Yeah, true. True. I mean, like, we went to Queenstown, Greg yeah. and I. Like, I, you know, it's not it's not all bad. Yeah. Went to que- Queenstown, um, tested for COVID, did not have COVID, by the way. This was just a standard <laughs> so sinus much. infection. Um, and uh, so, and like, did some amazing things in Queenstown and all of that. But um, the, you know, sort of when when you're injured and you're sort of ill and you're just a little bit concerned about oh, what's going to happen with my hip, how long am I going to be yeah. out, all of that. A little bit distracting. Just sucks not knowing. Yeah, that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, because this is it. You had a massive issue with your hip, which yeah. took you out of action for quite a long time. Yeah, and like four months, I think it was. Jeez, Ned. Well, four months until I could maybe teach my classes again. Like fully, all my yeah, classes. Yeah. So I went back to core sooner. Yeah. But the cardio classes I didn't do, I think, for four months. Mm. I think that's what it was. And the challenge with teaching a class is that um, it can be very hard to do what you need to do to look after your body in that moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because you're not thinking about your body. You're not, th- yeah, exactly. So yeah. you push your body past. A point of pain without even really realizing it because you're focused so much on other things so it's quite risky getting back into teaching too quickly yeah different story going back into the gym and doing your rehab and then kind of exactly. you know slowly, yeah. slowly advancing on there but four months yeah and it, it's 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 a long time when it's your job mm. and that's the same case for you you know mm. it feels like you like you know how you were like oh, i feel like i haven't taught in ages yep. and it's been what like Two weeks, two weeks, almost yeah. two weeks. Yeah, and it feels like a long time, but mm. that, that's because it's your job, mm. you know. Yeah, and if it wasn't, maybe it wouldn't feel quite as long. I don't know. Did you have self doubt where you started to think, "Will I ever get back? Will I be oh, able yeah. to teach? Like, yes, I might be able to exercise and do it, but will I be able to hook it, back yeah. into those skills? Will I feel confident to teach again?" Definitely, okay. that went through my mind all the time. Is that mm. going through your mind? Yeah. That, yeah, that went through my mind all the time. Because like, like, like you said, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what the outcome is. Mm. I remember waiting for my X-ray and my MRI like you are now. And we didn't know. We needed to rule out that it wasn't a fracture. Even though, like, unlikely because um, I don't really have any, like, ho- history of, you know, low bone density or anything like that. But um, we needed to rule that out first. So, And then depending on what it is, you don't know what the recovery time is going to be but that went through my mind of I wonder whether this is this is it for me Mm. and I remember teaching so I remember 
having there was a workshop on and I'd injured my hip maybe like a week or two before and I remember thinking to myself this could be my last class ever of mm-hmm. grit I think it was grit because I remember teaching with Nick and I remember telling him this could be it for me and we were like fuck let's just go hard you know mm. yeah but it wasn't you know it wasn't but that's the thing you just don't know but don't yeah honestly if I can give you any advice just just wait don't don't jump to any conclusions until you've got more answers because you can make you can make this time now very miserable for yourself mm. Or you can just take take it as it comes, you mm. know, because like we talked about, you know, the things that you can and can't do, mm. you know, like I, I said to you, like I think you've got some really positives of stuff you can do. So mm. I don't think this is a forever thing for you. Mm. Mark my words, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Touch wood. Yeah, it's very tough for an all or nothing personality to not think in those terms. Yeah. But that is very good advice. And having seen you go through it, something which might be similar, the hip stuff, mm. um, and you've come back and you manage it now and, you know. Totally, I manage it, yeah. So. It's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. Yeah. We got this. Fist bump. Hey, thanks. Oh, I like You've that. You've got to do the Oh, after. yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I usually do that, often with strangers. Uh-huh. Just, what do you mean? Oh no, just you like do fist bump to you, strangers. You know, if you're meeting someone but they're not comfortable shaking hands, they want to do a fist bump. Yes, Carlos is agreeing. But I guess you, that's the co- that's the post-COVID thing, right? Because you don't want to share germs or whatever. Maybe, is but, but Carlos I'll often do that. So Carlos just told us that that's actually really common in Colombia when you meet strangers, especially homeless people, because you might not want to shake their hands, so you'll do a fist bump instead. I can't say I've done that. To a homeless person, I can't say that I've um, fist bumped. But do you fist bump randoms? Do you do that, Jess? No, not randoms, but like when you're introduced to someone, and especially when the COVID thing was very uncertain. Okay, I understand you know, with the COVID bump. thing. I yeah. understand. But yeah. always I would do the drawback. Like that. And then, and then what did they say? Mm. I've been doing that a lot this week, actually. And then the people get, yeah, they don't do the drawback. And oh. then I say, you know, for next time. Well, now I know with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. for next time, do yeah. the drawback. I think the... we need a whole handshake, though. Do we not have one? Not I made, I made one with someone recently, and I can't remember for the life of me who it was. <laughs> was it not you? I asked, I, Harry, so. I asked Harry this week, I was like, was it with you? I made a handshake. I mean, I'm not... I'm not drunk most of the time. Well, I haven't been at the gym for, like, two weeks, so I don't <laughs> think it was with me. Oh, but I, I've seen you. We've been mm. doing this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true, true. I would definitely a secret handshake would be would be great. Our little code. Yeah, let's do that. That would be fantastic. Um so Nat particularly yes. enjoyed last week's episode, didn't you? Oh. Yes, I did. You loved that. She loved I have had so many interesting conversations with people. Do share. Oh, I don't think I can share. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a confidential conversation. No, not just conversations with people. Like, people have, so many people have got experiences with multi-level marketing. Um, the people that I've spoken to aren't ones that have done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just people that they've they've been approached before by, like, the classic, someone you went to high school with and that mm-hmm. you never speak to, but they pretend like they know you mm-hmm. and they really care about you. Um, I'll think of, I think there were some really good stories and I'll think about one, there was one really good one and I'll think about it and then maybe come back to me about that. But mm. there's just, 
there's a lot of it out there, you mm. know, and I hope no one took offence. Truly, I hope no one took offence if they listened and they're in it or used to be in it or whatever, but at least we had you on their side to say, look, I know what I know what you went oh, through. Oh, yeah. That's a, that, I've got sympathy. Yeah, for sure. Been I have done that. Yeah, I don't even have sympathy. I have empathy, having been that person True. trying to prospect and recruit. And yes. what I've got a request. This is a request from two people. Yep. I won't say who they were, but two uh, okay. requests from two people. Could you, could you reenact? I know this was twenty years ago, so maybe you can't remember. But reenact what you used to say in Christian Jaw when people came in. So they were delivery people, right? Like, so I'm, honestly, I've had so many great conversations with them. Like, what? Like, Jess would have been so good at this. Like, what did she say? Like, they're coming in to deliver something, like hats or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, dude. Wait, wait here for a sec. Sign this, but also sign this too, wink. Yeah. Yeah. God, I think I used to have, like, tapes. Like little cassette tapes on me to, to hand give away? out. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you say? Like, what? Well, okay, you might not be able to remember, but can you just pretend like you remember? Uh, I can <laughs> pretend that I remember how it went, but um, okay. yeah, because you mentioned it a couple of days ago, and I was like, oh, did we have did we have a script? And then I was like, oh, I don't know if we did have a script. Mm. And then yes, I remembered there were definitely was a script. So I went googling to try and find. Uh, potentially what the script might have been. So, so I mentioned I was... Remember. Yeah, I, mem- I mentioned that I was in Amway, but a particular... Um, the team that I was involved in was um, a, a certain kind of group within Amway as well. Can, so was, we, can we pretend? Can we do some acting? Uh, well... Yeah, but <laughs> okay. So um, okay, so you're delivering. Okay, so I'm coming in. I'm coming I'll in. Try. I'm walking in, and I'm delivering. Uh, three boxes. There you go. Onto the oh, table. Oh, thanks so much. That's great. Oh, no uh, worries. You know, don't just sign sign something. Um, yep, just sign here. <laughs> That's totally cool. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. And just this paper as well. No, it wasn't. It wasn't kind of that simple. But I suppose, long story short, I would have built rapport. Okay. You know, so like, like, how's your day going? Oh, yeah, how's your day going? And, you know, all of that stuff. And um, I'm pretty good on that. Yeah, that's, you are. That's you a are. natural kind of thing for me. But yeah. what would have happened then is when I would have built kind of rapport, you know, it would have been, um, you know, around like, oh, have you thought about an additional, you know, kind of income stream or are you open to kind of looking at you know, sort of um, other opportunities and all, and all of that. I can't remember exactly because it was pretty organic. <laughs> you so know, good. I remember using a script <clears throat> to like phone people. I mentioned oh, yeah. last week that there was uh, this thing where you would put down all of the people that you wanted to get in contact with, and then there was kind of a script where you would call and sort of sort of go through the script. But and now person. the script will be a social media script, like what to post or what put on stories and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so that's that's kind of what I had a look at when um, I was Googling. What yeah. was really surprising when I was looking for, what did I used to say? Because yeah. I would say the in-person stuff was probably a strength of mine. It tended yeah. to happen organically. You know, like we talk about I can kind of go deep with someone pretty quickly. <laughs> if they were also going deep, you were I, there with them. I was there with them. And then yeah. again, I believed that I was offering a really good opportunity Aww. to people. I really believed I was doing a good thing. So I've got this rapport and we're on an emotional level, even if I haven't known them that long. And then I come in with, you know, kind of have you thought about 
you know, sort of an additional income stream or I don't think I even use words that were that obvious, but however it happened. What surprised me was when I was looking for what did I used to say, there are so many, um, I got so many options of a multi-level marketing script like mm. so many options. So well, there's many options. so many out there, so there'd be so much out there. So would you like to hear some yep. examples? I do. Okay. Um, I don't know if it would be a fit for you or not, but would you be open to something outside of what you're doing for income? Yeah. Would that be that. a red flag for you? Absolutely. Definitely. Have you ever thought about finding a way to earn part-time income to supplement your job? Yep. Heard that one. Uh, Do you have an interest in learning how to make money in a home business? The home business is a big thing now. That wasn't so much 20 years ago. Yeah, true. Yeah, more working from home, being able to do that while you're looking after your kids. Yeah. This is a good one. Have you ever thought about the money you can save on taxes by simply starting a part-time home business? I haven't had that one. I didn't know that that was even kind of an option. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, those are... What did it say? Saving on taxes... Save on taxes by simply starting a part-time home business. How are you saving on taxes? Um, I don't know. You still have to pay tax. You'd probably be self-employed, maybe? I yeah, can't remember. you still pay tax when you're self-employed. Oh, so, oh, okay, I was just saying no. you can write off. Yeah, true. You can write home off. Business. Um, yeah, so you, uh, okay, so you can write off certain elements. So you pay less tax because you've got your earnings and your outgoings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart. So the, those are some of the kind of hooks. So I think that when you're prospecting, you're looking for someone who's interested. Yeah. So you kind of put little, you know, sort of like put little seeds seeds out there. And then, you know, <laughs> if they look like they want to water it, then you go, I've got some fertilizer for you. <laughs> so wait, say if they don't want to water it, mm-hmm. but you're like, but they That'd be amazing for them, though. Mm, no. Would you? Would you not push? No. Would you not push? No. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't my See, thing. See, it's the pushy that I don't like. Mm, it's not my. Wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't my thing. Good. Yeah. Yeah. The pushy, I don't like that. That's and, your classic salesperson yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And a lot of people like are pleasers, right? Mm. So they don't want to just be harsh and say na na na, or you know, like be blunt and just say mm. no, not for me, but thanks. Mm. So that. That means that they, they might be open to it, but they mm. might not be. They just can't say no because they don't know how. Especially if it's a friend. Pleasant. Yeah. You know, like, especially if it's a friend yeah. and I'm, you know, say I'm coming to you and, like, I remember I signed up my mum. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I signed up one. I think I might have signed up Laura, maybe. Or oh, Laura at least bought. Friend. Yeah, Laura at least bought, like, a lot of products for me and stuff. Oh. But, you know, like, if I'm, if I'm coming to you and going, oh, so excited about this opportunity. Uh, would you come along and have a look at it? Yeah, of course you'd I be would. Like, I, of course you would because you're re- you're a supportive friend. So you'd yeah, be well, a supportive look at friend. what you've got. You've got a Hamande bottle. You're a supportive friend. This is my as business. As far as I know, it's not part of a permit scheme, but keep well, me busted. Who knows? <laughs> Do I Do need you to want recruit to start selling <laughs> these? You're going to need to recruit sellers to sell the Hamande okay, bottles. Okay, and they'll be part of my idea. downline, and then yeah. you'll be my upline. Yeah, at I'm least at the I'm top. At le- yeah, well, at least then I'm close to the source. So actually, like we said, getting in early is the key. Can make you back. Yeah. That's the key. If you're late on this kind of stuff, 
unfortunately you've you've missed missed the opportunity but anyway so that was I was yeah I didn't do too great with trying to remember how I prospected people but what I would say it was very very organic and very natural for me yeah I would just okay, so in. maybe we talk about how to say no if you can. Great idea, especially for if it's a friend or if you are a people pleaser. I get it because I've been there before. I definitely used to be a people pleaser. Mm. So how to say no? So say if it's someone that is just a colleague. Mm. So I can go with what I would say, mm-hmm. and then you'll do you'll go. Yep. Okay. So I would say thank you so like I'm quite straightforward. Thank you so much, but no, I'm. Very happy with where I'm at. Yeah. Or depending on what it is, like, do you want another income? No, no, I'm, I'm, I d- don't want. I'm mm. you. I always say thanks. And, you know, no, I'm happy with where I'm at. I don't mm. want to. I don't want anything to do with because they they always they always plant the seed and they don't. Did I spit on you? I spit on you. I'm sorry. Look, <laughs> they spit on you. There. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> As I said, I've got kids. Like, oh, yeah, true. You don't yeah, I've, I've had I've had seriously like projectile poo. From one of my kids, Oscar, it was. Well, he was a baby, right? He was a baby. Okay, he just, was a baby. Let's just put a side but, note in there, please. He's a teenager. He's 16 years old. Projectile something else, maybe. But, um, stop. <laughs> no. For the sake of Oscar, stop. I, well, I went to change his nappy and then it was like, it was all over me and it was all over the wall as well. You've had babies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just well, wasn't fast enough with the change. Have you been peed on? Oh, that's a such a boy thing. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the nappy comes off, it's like... But like, on you? Yeah, for Oh, sure. wow. Okay, so poo and pee on you. Uh, welcome to motherhood, yes. <laughs> Vomiting as well. I mean, you name it? you name the body fluid. I've had it on me. A little bit of vomit. Have you had vomit? Of course I've had vomit. Oh, on my me. God. Get out of town. Of, of course. Disgusting. Of course. Yeah. Parenting is disgusting. Uh, where was I? <laughs> uh, how to say no. Oh, yes. And then I spat on you. That's right. Uh, yeah. So I will just say I will just say that. Your turn. <laughs> no, you, no, you said it about the income thing. Yeah, I would say I'm, I'm good with where I'm at. And this is the thing is that it kind of sets you up to say yes. Because, like... Oh, that's right. I, yeah. forgot, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Um, they, they never tell you too much. Mm-hmm. So they plant the seed and they make it appealing. Mm. So they, they never tell you too much. So say, for example, for me, I'm a personal trainer, right? Mm. During COVID, the thing that they would say to me is, look, I understand that you, you know, with being in lockdown, you might not be earning any money at the moment or as much. Yeah. Um. And I've got something that would that I think would really interest you, interest you. Mm-hmm. They don't tell me what it is. They don't mm-hmm. tell me about income. They don't tell me anything. But they're mm-hmm. just like it's just like light bulb. Like oh yeah, I'm not earning anything right now. She's got something that might really interest me. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. Whereas I would just shut it down there and then and mm. be like, no, 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 thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I mean that's the best thing to do because if someone says, have you thought about additional income? And you're like, no, I don't need any more money. <laughs> you know, like not many people no. not many people can yeah. say that. You know, no, I, I don't actually yeah. want any more money. What you're really trying to say is I don't want to be involved in what you're putting forward. I don't mind more money in my bank account. I still <laughs> want to do what you need me to do. I just don't do want it that way. Yeah. So how would you say no? Say so for example, this was a colleague. Say for example, um, Laura comes to you, so this is your best friend. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's saying, you know, Jess. I've got this amazing thing that I'm a part of. Would you want a spare income? 
the best thing about having done it already is I can say no, say you no thanks. Say I've you been in Amway. We're helping others here. <laughs> um, oh. So this is someone you're close to because I'm sure that's happening to people right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thank you so much for asking. I totally support you doing it. It's yes. not for me. There you go. Cause, support your friend, yeah. but not in becoming the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their bottom line, their downline. <laughs> their downline, sorry. <laughs> and I think that also if someone really wants to do this, like as a friend, it's even though you're kind of like, it's you might feel like it's a scam, like get out of it, even if you're kind of sensing that it's a pyramid scheme. Sometimes people have to go through that process and learn yeah, it for themselves. Totally. I had to. It wouldn't have mattered what anyone said about yeah. it when I was when I was hooked into it. It was it was my focus, and yeah. people could say anything about it, and it, I didn't care. Yeah. So um, until you got fired, and then you're like, hold on, maybe this isn't too good for second. me. <laughs> I don't know about this anymore. But this is like, so same same with clients of mine. Say if they come to me and say. Um, I'm going to try a keto diet. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the same. So yeah. I always say I'll support you through it. Mm. I'll never shut it down and say you're probably not going to stick to it. Mm. And these are – so normally I just tell them, look, this is what I know about it. Mm. So I'll just give them plain facts. And then I'll say, but whatever you choose, I'll support you through it. Mm. I'll make sure that you have no carbs because that's what you want to do and mm. we'll give it a good go. And then, because you're right, they have to see it out themselves yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But if they're asking the question, like say if Laura, your best friend, was asking you, do you think that's a good thing for me to get into? Then you can be honest because she's not deep in it mm. yet. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Then you can be like, no, actually, actually it's a bit of a scam. Mm. But if they're already in it and they're already selling, they've already invested money mm. buying the products, mm. then just support them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It, sometimes you Maybe have to. give them like, a, yeah, sure, like, do you know what? I've heard these things, but do it in a supportive way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's a good message about MLMs, <laughs> pyramid schemes, you know. Pyramid scheme, though, that's, illegal. That, is, that is illegal. Yeah. Uh, in New Zealand, definitely, it's illegal. Uh, multi-level marketing is hard illegal. Hard to tell what's, what is legal, yes. Is legal. Hard to tell the difference, though. That's super hard. Because even if you Google the company, mm. it won't tell you. The biggest thing, like we chatted about last week, but just to reiterate it, the biggest thing with the difference between multi-level marketing, which is legal, and a pyramid scheme, which is not, is that the focus is on retail. The focus is on selling the product and needs to be product focused. So if the focus is on recruiting and getting people into your downline, that is a pyramid scheme. If the focus is on we have these amazing products, you sell them, you get a percentage of them. If that's the focus, then it's legal. Why is why are pyramid schemes illegal? Do you know? Because oh, to me, that's quite similar. It is quite I similar. And quite. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's what makes it really hard to to sort of um, yeah, to, to tell the difference and stuff. I'm not, I'm no expert. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. I just know that from what I was looking at, though, that's the big difference yeah. is that a, a multi-level marketing company, you should be able to make a profit selling the product. Yeah. That it shouldn't be based on yeah, no, recruiting I, yeah. people and bonuses on I might that. ask one of my lawyer clients. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a really we'll good back. idea. We'll pull back next week. Yeah, I wonder if there's there have been many kind of 
cases of that as well. Of what, like companies being called out being pyramid schemes? Yeah, where, the, where, you, sure where you actually then get defined as a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I mean, it, I don't know. Okay, you know. so no, so no multi-level marketing ventures for you in 2023. How are you feeling about coming to the end of this year? And last week we also talked about, you know, the sort of like the Christmas and stuff can be quite hectic for people and all of that. Where are you at with everything? With end of year, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a break. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're not doing a lot. We're only um, taking two weeks off, but I, I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited. I love warm weather. Mm. I like I love Christmas. Mm. Um, my birthday is the next day. Yeah, <laughs> so you got a lot happening at once, eh? Yeah, it's just a lot of like, yeah, it's a lot of celebrations, really. But I don't know, summer is. I love summer. Do you get combined presents? Um, from some people, but from like my mum, I've always had two different, and mm-hmm. from Essie, I've always had two different. Although Essie and I said that this year. We won't do Christmas presents because we want to buy curtains for our house. But I know SC and I know him well. Mm-hmm. He loves unwrapping presents. Like he's an absolute... No, it's not cute. He's a child. He's a child. <laughs> so do you know what I did? I do hope he's not going to listen to this before Christmas, but I don't think he will. So what I did is... So we decided we're not going to do Christmas presents, right? Okay. That's okay. the deal. That's the deal. In the back of my mind, I'm like, mate, it's going to change his mind. I just know it. So I'm buying little things. Yeah, just little yeah, things. Like yeah, nothing yeah. major, just little yeah. things. Just so he's got something. Because I know on Christmas Day, he's going to be sad. Mm. And like two days ago, he's like, oh, I can't wait for Christmas. I can't wait to open my presents. And I was like, we're not doing presents. You remember this? We had a conversation about this like a few times, actually. Mm. And then he's like, yeah, do you know what? I kind of regret saying that. I really want to have presents. <laughs> and I was like, you can't just do this like one week out of Christmas. You can't just do that. So, and then and then he's going on and he's like, oh, but you did it. You haven't got me any. Oh, I'm in that. Oh, my. <sighs> and then I'm like, okay, I have. Mm-hmm. But don't get excited. It's not a lot. But I have because I knew this would happen. Has he got you stuff? Well, with him it's easier because, well, not easier, but he's getting me, he's got me at least a birthday present, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. He can say it's for Christmas. Yeah. Quite easily. You yeah. know what I mean? But then does he not have to deal with... The next day? Yeah. Well, if in... he gets two things, he can just do one on each day. That's easy. Yeah. For me, I'm empty-handed. I feel like for a lot of late December, January, you know, kind of birthdays, this is a hot topic. <laughs> the combined present. You know what I mean? So, like, he yeah. could he, yeah, he could just give you a birthday present, but then does he have to deal with the wrath of that? If you didn't get me a Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because we decided we were. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. We're like, let's not spend money on each other when we need curtains mm. and let's just buy our curtains. But I know him and I know mm. what he's like and he's such a child. He opens his presents so quickly. <laughs> And then he's and then he's really unappreciative because there's nothing left. Yeah. So I always tell him to so honestly, he, that's the definition of a of a child, right? Yeah. This is a toddler. Yeah. He reminds me of his little nephew. They're like the same but in different sizes. So opens really fast and he's looking for the next, looking for the next, not even appreciating what he's seeing. And then he's like, Is that it? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, no. He's like, Is that it? Oh. Where's the rest? Oh, is that all I've got? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. 
seriously. <laughs> and you're like, I'm so glad that I made an effort. How annoying is wrapping presents, though, seriously? Oh, I like, hate it I'm with, over, with a passion. I, I hate it. I love going into shops that do it for you. Oh, but the queue. Yeah. But the body shop used mm. to do that. They don't do it this year. Mm. Rude. I'm sorry, but no, come on. Like, this is great presents. Mm. Great presents. Mm. And you do it so well. And they're just like... I shouldn't say rude. If you if you are, position. if you work at body, the body shop, you're a great shop. So thank you for everything that you do for us and for the wrapping the past years. So... So that's a great strategy to not have too much pressure on yourself during Christmas, right? Is to go and line up and get the presents wrapped for you. Yeah. What other strategies do you have to not feel... Pressure? Yeah. Do do you feel under pressure? Have you ever felt under pressure with this time of year, Christmas, New Year's? To buy presents? Not just presents, but just the whole kind of... I think I know what you're getting to. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, In terms of presents, I think the... The, the thing that I've had to realise or that we need to realise is we don't need to spend a lot of money. Mm. You know, like, it's it's actually such an expensive time of year. Mm. You don't need to spend a lot of money. Mm. And I've got, like, 45 clients, and I always get them something, and that's quite expensive. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I, I love doing that. I wouldn't do it otherwise. Mm. But I just have to always, I always remind myself, like, because I'm always like, oh, is this enough? Are they going to, like, are they going to look up the price and is this going to be plenty, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, so anyway. Actually, I've got more than so probably can. Anyway, no, mm. but the pl- pressure, I think there's pressure around having an amazing time. Mm. Like, especially New Year's Eve, there's pressure around making oh, that yeah, the best gosh. night of your life. And when it's just any other night, really. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't have to be the best night of your life. If you want to go to bed at 10 p.m., do that. Who, who cares, you know? Mm. But there's a lot of pressure to make it the best. And I think when we make, when we put the expectations so high, mm. it almost never matches that. So we're always disappointed, right? I think New Year's Eve is the most disappointing night of the year. Because because the expectation's high. But if you've got really low expectations, mm. it's great, mm. Mm. you know? Mm. Like, it's such a good time. Whatever it is, it ends up being a good time. Like, I had a great time last year, you know, because I think I preempted it to be just like whatever it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what you got up to? Uh, yes, we went out with friends just in, in town. We booked a table and then went out for we had dinner, drinks. Yeah. But yeah. like it was casual, but I was around some awesome people. So yeah. I was happy with that. Yeah. And the key, like you said, was managing expectations because I think yeah. that's that's what is really challenging with Christmas and New Year's is that it feels like there's an awful lot of pressure for it to to be a certain way or look a certain way or for you to feel a certain way about it. And actually yeah. the reality is that um, Christmas is not necessarily an enjoyable <laughs> time uh, for, everyone. for everyone for lots of different reasons. You know, it's not – sometimes it's not – the most joyful thing to be stuck with your family mm. for a big chunk of the day. Yeah. That's not a really, and everyone's very well meaning, but you've got family dynamics there which can make it really challenging. And yeah. the pressure on sort of uh, almost pretending like you're really excited to be around your family or, you know, uh, pretending that you're feeling and really joyful if you're not, if yeah. you have it going through a tough time, I think. And you see it on social media, people being really happy. If I'm honest, on here, I've never had an amazing Christmas because every Christmas there is, and it's, like, not bad, but, like, there'll be some kind of, like, little fight or something 
within the family, mm-hmm. it's, there's a, it's always like that. There's mm-hmm. always some kind of argument. Mm-hmm. Just because we're, like, not together all year and mm-hmm. then there's so much pressure on that day and mm-hmm. you want everything to be perfect yeah. and yeah. and it never is, no. ever. No. So, yeah. Christmas is hard, especially with fun, family dynamics. Yeah, family, family dynamics stuff, and I think particularly what you said about putting pressure on it being perfect as well. Yeah. It needs you're meant to be happy. You're meant to be happy and you're very and you're meant to be very happy to spend time with these people too. And it's meant to be just a really happy time of the year. Yeah. If you're not happy you're not doing good. My concern yeah. yeah, and my concern then is if you're struggling with mental health stuff. Yeah. If you're if you're having a low mood, this has to be one of the toughest Absolutely. days. Yeah. Because the expectation then is Put on a brave face because that's what this day is yeah. meant to look at. And that can be the most painful thing when you're not feeling great is having to pretend like everything's okay. So that kind of got me thinking about, well, if you're feeling under pressure with Christmas, New Year's and all of that, then how how can we sort of take yeah. care of ourselves during this time? We chatted a little bit about it last week, like, you know, this crazy time and then how do you actually look after yourself? But um, uh, in terms of kind of self-care and stuff for this holiday uh, season, you mentioned um, managing expectations. So that's, that's kind of one of the tips that I had a look into, um, letting go of expectations and fixed ideas about what we think it's meant to look at, look like, and just accept, you know, um, whatever's happening for what it is at that time. Um, is there anything else that you do that helps you to manage this time of year? No, I think that's probably it. Just roll with it. Roll with whatever comes at you. I mean, it just and social media makes it so hard because people look so happy all the time on mm -hmm, social media, you mm -hmm. know. So during Christmas Day, like I always remember looking at say stories, and you can see people at family time, and it's and and you might be thinking, well, that's not what we're doing. Mm. Like one's in her bedroom, and one's here, and the other one's here, and the other one's just Mm. having a shit time, Mm. you know, like it you just feel like everybody is having a great time and you might not be, mm. when really it's not true. Mm. Not everyone's having a great time. It might look like it, but not everyone's having a great time. Well, You're not alone is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I think um, my my stories in the last week are a perfect example of exactly this, right? Yeah. Of this um, projecting to the world the good parts. Like because, Queenstown. Yep, yeah, Queenstown. Because why, why would I want to burden people with not feeling great, for example. So Greg and I went to Queenstown and it was an amazing trip and we did incredible things and I posted a bit of that on my stories. I was, however, worried about my injury, feeling unwell. My mood was actually really low and I was really kind of like trying to enjoy Queenstown as much as I could. For someone looking at my Instagram, I look like I'm living the dream. Yeah. In reality, I'm worried about, am I going to get back to teach? What does this mean for my future? I'm feeling unwell. I'm exhausted. I, you know, yeah. my anxiety is quite high because of that. That's not what I'm putting on social media. No. 
Um, you know, so Christmas is very much like that. Like you say, you're seeing these photos of families all getting together and it looks beautiful and they look so happy. And gosh, you know, how do they do How do they do that? Everyone's yeah, getting Why is so their well. family perfect? Why are they perfect? <laughs> when in reality, yes, someone's in that room because actually they can't stand that person. Yeah. Or they're struggling with their expectation of having to put on a brave face or, you know, whatever it is. So comparison, we've talked about it before, but comparison is like an absolute killer. It really is. Thief of joy. Thief of joy. Uh, so managing expectations. The other couple of things that I came across which could be quite helpful during this time is to um, uh, look after your mind, most definitely, mm. by managing expectations. Look after also your um, physical self. So, because this can be a time when, um, particularly for us in New Zealand, because we've got long daylight hours, so, you know, um, pushing yourself a bit too hard. So, you know, sort of like um, uh, partying a lot and all of that was just finding some time to uh, get some quiet and get some calm, Mm. go for a walk, um, you know, um, sleep. Yeah, I can't wait Actually sleep, yeah. I cannot yep. wait to yep. sleep. How? What's your natural wake up time without getting up for PT? Oh, I don't know. It depends. I could actually sleep forever. Mm. Honestly, I feel like well, I know that means death, but <laughs> 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 but I could honestly I could sleep in, but I just don't because then I'm like this expectations. You've got to be productive, productive today, every day, every day, every day. Do you know what I realised? This is kind of interesting. I think I've been so. I've been. Not, I haven't had much sleep in a really long time. So I probably live on like five to six hours every <gasps> night. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you not? Okay, no. Cool. I and actually, no, I kind of had a feeling you don't sleep a lot. Well, I just, I take forever to go to sleep, first of all. Mm. Once I'm asleep, I'm okay. I'm mm. fine. Unless it's too hot and I need to get nude. Mm. <laughs> it's too hot. But yeah, so, and I've been managing fine. My eyes and my brain, not so much. Mm. So I've been getting like, these moments where I'm really dizzy and I feel like my eyes are just not adjusting, almost like I've got a concussion. Mm. Before I got hit in the head in volleyball, don't worry, I don't have a concussion. Twice. Yeah, just, yeah honestly, that ball loves my head. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really wrong. Get your mind out of the gutter, Jess. Um, yeah, so, and I, and I told Shani randomly, and I've been thinking about that for ages, but I haven't told anyone. And then I randomly said to Shani one day, and she was like, yeah says you can't you cannot sleep this much every night mm. like I've probably done that all year if I'm honest mm. unless it's a weekend sometimes I might have like seven or eight mm. but yeah and I think honestly my body is like this enough mm. my brain and my eyes I just can't take it mm. so <laughs> very deep in thought well yeah I yeah I do remember one night getting a message from you I think I turned my phone on to sleep and there was a message that came through at like 10 to 11 mm-hmm. and I was getting up to do your class at 6 a.m. So I was kind of like, Does it, it doesn't seem like a lot of sleep. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. I work sometimes and sometimes I can't sleep. But in saying, that, in saying that, this, yeah, I have been burning the candle. In saying that, probably the last week I've really made an effort, like really made an effort and is, I'm already getting better. Like my eyes are already like getting back to normal I feel because I've got good eyesight so I know I don't need glasses mm. 
But honestly, it's the it's the weirdest thing. Mm. And I've told Shane, I was like, is this a lack? Like, I think this is a huge lack of sleep. I think my body is just like, mm. if you, I can't take this anymore. Mm. And it's already made a difference. So mm. just can't wait for the holidays. Yeah, catch up. Uh, catch up on a year's worth of not having a lot of sleep. Maybe a few years, if I'm honest. Okay, last, <laughs> last tip and trick is to, for Christmas particularly, is to tap into the, the sense of play around Christmas because Christmas can become like a to-do list and it's very kind of logistics and stuff. And I would yeah. say particularly for parents or particularly for mums, yeah. it can be about supporting everyone else having a good time and sort of um, ticking off, you know, sort of like all these things that you need to do. Because you're the host most of the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. And forgetting that actually it's an opportunity to do something like watch a Christmas movie that maybe from your childhood that you really enjoyed. Um, you know, if, you, um, if you're if you kind of into like advent calendars or something like that, like actually tap into kind of the fun stuff that you enjoyed maybe as a child. And it just to balance out that sort of like... Uh, you know the logistics of what Christmas is and I remember when I was younger I said to my mum when I was a kid I was like this is the best day ever like Christmas is the best day don't you just love it don't you just love it you know and she used to host her family yeah she has three sisters and all of the kids and she used to host everyone and she said not really I find it a little bit stressful and I was like what (laughs) that makes no sense but now you remember back and you're like oh it all makes sense oh yeah now I'm a mum for sure yeah, yeah, there's a lot of pressure to make sure everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Essie and I do? What? And we've done this for the past seven years, is we spend the morning with his family, fly up to my hometown to Gisborne at Very lunch. Cool. Yeah. And it's actually really nice yeah. because we have just the two of us. Yeah. And we're in Cory Lounge having it. And they always have ham. Like They always have a beautiful Aww. Christmas lunch. I know. And then we have dinner with mine. That's and it's so actually cool. so good because it's not too much of anything. Mm. And we get time in the middle with just the two of us. I know we won't do this forever. Like, when we have children, we won't do, be doing this. I love this idea, though. I do I love that's it. that's incredible. And it doesn't mean that... Because the thing that I struggle with with Christmas Day is that sometimes it feel re- feels really boring. Oh, yeah, true. Cause, but yeah, there's expectations that you need to be making it fun or do stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or, you know, sit around and spend time with people that entire day. And yeah. it can just get a little bit too much. I love that where you kind of go, we'll go a hit, hit of family, then we're going to sit on the plane, no one can distract us, and then yeah. we'll go and do another hit of family. Yeah, it's That's really nice. Incredible. And in terms of flights, it's the cheapest day. Hey. How and good flights is that? are double the price at the moment. I've honestly sold a leg. To get up to Gisborne this Aww. year, it feels like I have sold a leg. It's a hard place to get to. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's double, literally double the mm. prices. Like I used to think it was expensive, double that. Oh, is that a new thing? Yeah, since co- this is, is it? this is this first year. Yeah, Carlos is not a. Yeah. This is the first year I've had to pay this much. I can tell you, I've paid four hundred per person each way. Oh no. $1,600 oh, no. to get to Gisborne Return. I considered not going. Oh. I was like, this is, I'm, um, this is, this is my Sorry, liver. is this your Christmas Day flight? Well, yeah. this is. <gasps> yeah, and that was the cheapest, might I add. The cheapest. How long ago did you book? 
that the so we booked one way maybe yeah. like four months ago. Oh my god! Because I couldn't fathom no. getting returned because I was like, I can't spend that much no. money in one hit. No. So then I did the the return flight later on. Honestly, I am I am broke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not broke, but wow! Like I have spent so much money on flights that I did not want to spend. It's okay. It's worth it because I love my family. I love my mum and I love my brother and it's worth it. Mm. Okay. Mm. And you're going to have that beautiful ham in Cora Lounge. That's it. That's what I'm paying for. It's the ham in Cora Lounge. Yeah, you make the most of that. <laughs> and if they don't have it, I'll be very sad. I won't complain because it's not who I am, but I'll be very sad. Mm. Yeah, so there's a lot of pressure to have a good time on Christmas Day. And we're just telling you it's okay not to. Because do you know what? Probably the majority are feeling the same as you are. You know, yeah, the majority yeah. are feeling like they need to be doing some amazing things. Yeah. Go for a walk on your own. Yeah. That's a good that's a good idea. I think it's always good to do on Christmas. I think I went for a run last Christmas. That's nice. I don't often run, but I did run that day. Yeah. Yeah, I um do yes, yeah, so because Gisborne is by the beach. Mm. So I always go to the beach at, if it's a nice day. But on my birthday I always go for a run by myself with my dog. He's so old now, now, though, so he won't be able to run with me. Mm. Isn't that fun? Like, at sunrise, I get up, and I go for a run by myself, and on my birthday. I think that's very cool. Then I go home and party. Yeah. I think that's great. You do do whatever you need to. Birthdays are great to do that. Yeah. But we can also kind of do that on Christmas, too. Yeah. Like, actually find what you want to do. Yes. Do you want to wrap up, do you? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. the moral of the story. This is what you're doing. You're like, go quiet. And uh, then I'm like, okay, she wants to wrap uh, up. Okay, well, next week will be our very last episode of the year. And I've already got ideas. Yes. Oh, no, not. Well, a bit of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. yeah. It'll be the 26th. And I've already got ideas of what I want to talk about. And I won't say it right now, but I'll tell you after. <gasps> yeah, I've got some really good ideas. Well, I, I think love it. In my opinion. But have a great, have a great week before Christmas. Don't leave all your Christmas shopping to the 24th like Essie does most years. And you know, it's not that busy on the 24th. That's is what it I not? Say. No, tw- the Christmas I guess so. Eve, you do it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, you go shopping on the 24th. Greg and I swear we will never do this again on every Christmas Eve. But it's not yeah. that busy. Eight o'clock Christmas Eve, quiet. That's what Essie does. You'll Literally, go to the nothing mall left on Christmas Eve. Yeah, true. Not Especially much if left. you're shopping for children. Yeah. Uh, Yes, it's not okay. busy. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No, I cannot do that. That gives me anxiety to think about. I cannot do that. Anyway, wrap up. Next week, listen, because it's going to be great. Have a great day. <gasps> come to our event, Babes oh Move. Goodness, Go on our Instagram. Our come to our event. It's so good. We've got some amazing sponsors. Babes Move on our Instagram. Babes, listen. Bye. <laughs>